Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Beat Check listeners. This is Lizzie Acker. We launched Why Though, our advice podcast on this feed, but we're moving over to our very own Why Though feed. Come find us by searching for Why Though the podcast wherever you listen and get more Why Though content at organlive.com slash why though. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Though the Podcast. Hi, Destiny. Hi, Lizzie. How are you today? I'm dandy and fine, fine and dandy. How are you? Oh, good. I'm pretty okay. Wow. We're here at We're here. Why Though the Podcast. We're here at Why Though the Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Yay. listeners. We're and back. I'm so excited because... We had a little uh, warm spell mm. after what I would call perfect Portland weather. Mm-hmm. And the perfect Portland weather has returned. We're back in sweaters and jeans. I'm even wearing rain boots. I saw that it might rain today. So I was like, I'm wearing my boots. I love that. Um, we returned and I'm once again coming into my power, which means I will stay inside and take copious amounts of vitamin D. Well, and I also would like to point out to our listeners that are just listening and not viewing that you're wearing a ghost sweater. It's I am. perfect and black lipstick. She's ready for the spookiness. Thank you. It's blue, but I'll take it. Blue lipstick. Sorry. I kind of saw that as I said black, but it's, okay. it's a dark blue. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take it. Um, well, speaking of shoes, uh, oh. I'm wearing Converse, but we do have a question about shoes today that was sent to us by an actual reader. And uh, there are many ways that you can send Lizzie questions, including her email and any other way you can get a hold of her, Carrier Pigeon, um, Skywriting. We've talked about this, but you Mm -hmm. can also text Lizzie. Yeah, you can text the word advice to 503-751-8731, and then you can click the link and subscribe. It will cost you a little money after the first week or two, I think, Mm -hmm. Uh, but worth it because I will also be texting you like every day. Yeah. If that's something that you're interested in in your life. And I would lo- I love it when people send me questions. Send me your questions. The juicier, the better. This one's not like super juicy, but it's interesting to me. Yeah, we immediately started talking about it. So mm-hmm. I think that that means that there is something to be said. Yeah. So without further ado. Our question. Our question. Dear Lizzie, should it be an automatic c- courtesy to remove your shoes when entering someone else's house? What are the pros and cons of removing and not removing your shoes when visiting someone else's house, i.e. ask first, stinky feet if you take your shoes off, so best to wear your shoes? Asking from unsure-footed. <laughs> you know, I was just as you're reading this question, I was thinking this is a problem I think that has reemerged since there was this like two-year period where no one went into anyone else's house. Right. And yeah. so everyone got pretty like settled in their own ways and part of me when i was thinking like whose house would i go into that i don't know their shoe protocol Mm, that's true Um, yeah but you might now you Mm -hmm. might and i have had people my house is a 
an Oshu house. Okay. And um, I just, you know, when I think back, I don't think I grew up in a no-shoe house. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I'm not sure. I would have to check back with my family, my brother who remembers everything. But I think we kept our shoes on, really. Um, except if it was muddy outside, which is, you know, like half the year. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like taking shoes off. We take our shoes off because it keeps the house cleaner, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And... um. And I just, yeah, we have, you know, it's just, it's just our habit. And I, I do think that when you walk into somebody's house, you can, you can pick up context clues on this. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't have to take your shoes off in everybody's house. If somebody asks you to, I think you should. You definitely should. It's rude if you don't, I think. Yeah. I think it's actually pretty rude. Yeah. You shouldn't go to their house. <laughs> yeah. But if they don't say anything, but you see next to the door, a whole pile of shoes and, and nobody you, else is wearing yeah shoes. you notice <laughs> huh they don't have shoes on i would say take your shoes off yeah but destiny you were saying you don't take your shoes off when you go into someone's house so in your own house i don't um well so growing up in my house we were not a shoes off household okay um but also because i grew up in a household that always had hard floors mm-hmm. so i think that's also why mm-hmm. um the comfort level i think yeah. people kept their shoes on um i have pretty bad and so does my mom have pretty bad plantar fasciitis mm-hmm. so i occasionally have to get cortisone shots in my heel oh which God. are about as fun as they sound Ooh. um and so i wear special inserts in my shoes mm-hmm for arch support mm-hmm. um so that's one reason why i keep my shoes on but it's not like if somebody asked me to take my shoes off I'd be like i'm sorry my arch support <laughs> no i take them <laughs> off it'd be fine that's just why it's my natural inclination to keep them on right. so even when i take my shoes off in my house i wear like special slippers yeah okay. um because my foot will hurt mm-hmm. um but also the other reason is because i hate wearing socks yeah i'm an ardent sock hater mm-hmm. i don't like to layer clothing so if i'm wearing like a sweater mm-hmm. i'm not i don't wear any i don't wear a shirt okay. underneath okay. it i'm just wearing the sweater yeah um, i'll just risk the heat difference during the day Oof, that's a tricky proposition in the s- summer fall winter and it spring is. here in oregon yeah i really have to uh-huh. check the weather because <laughs> i hate i hate the feeling of layering clothing mm-hmm. um so that's kind of why i also don't love to take my shoes off okay. in other people's houses mm-hmm. because I don't love people to see my dogs. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> I think, you know, it's, there's also like the cultural element of it. Some, sure. some cultures it's like super disrespectful to wear shoes. Absolutely. Inside. Yeah. I grew up with a lot of Asian friends mm-hmm. and it's um, like automatic that when you go into an Asian household, typically yeah. you take your shoes off. If I know I'm going somewhere where I'm supposed to take my shoes off, I will wear socks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it may be even worth it to just like put socks in your bag, mm-hmm. have socks in your back pocket. Smart. When I was, young mm-hmm. <laughs> i remember babysitting for this family and i don't remember anything well it was one of the worst babysitting jobs of my life and i walked in and they were like you gotta take your shoes off and this was you know i'm gonna say the 90s i was mm-hmm. young babysitting i um probably you know maybe even 14 young wow. uh i baby started babysitting when i was 11 I destiny remember you saying um so crazy. but uh so i could have even been younger but um yeah, I remember. I, t- I also don't like socks. I have mm. to say, I do not like socks. And plenty of times of year, I will not be wearing socks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have a problem going barefoot. <laughs> and yeah. I took off my shoes and I was barefoot. And the the woman flipped her <gasps> lid. And she went and like, found a pair of socks for me to wear. That's insane. Like, they were having a dinner party. And I was accidentally didn't realize that I had been enlisted to watch like a bunch of people's children from the ages of like infant to five or older. Oh. Um, it was a terrible babysitting job. That's I'm insane. sure I got paid $3 that an hour and I don't insane. think they gave me food. I was really hungry. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
for that reason, I would say bring a pair of socks with you. Cause yeah, honestly, yeah. not a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, and something that maybe I'll do in the future. I've never, even though I don't wear socks, mm-hmm. um, and I've never run into like an issue where I felt unco- I've had to take my shoes off at somebody's house and I felt uncomfortable. In terms of like stinky feet, in, I've had people say to me when I mm-hmm. say I don't love to wear socks, or like, don't your shoes stink? Yeah. No, because I know that I don't like to wear socks mm-hmm. and that it can make your shoes stink. I just spray my shoes oh. with stuff. Right, there you go. So they don't smell. Right. Because your feet do sweat. Yeah, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. if you're not going to wear socks, which mm-hmm. I don't like to wear socks, yeah. I just spray like some Arm & Hammer spray in there. Yeah. It's really not a, it's really yeah. not major. Yeah. That's uh, really smart. When I was a little kid, I also hated to wear socks and wore the same like slip-on. Um, the jelly shoes? No, they those. were Converse. Oh. Um, and they smelled very bad. Yeah, or kids. kids got little stinky feet. But, you know, yeah, I think... Is, is as far as this question asker goes, I don't think it's automatic. Mm-mm, no, I, I think you should, you can ask. You should definitely ask if you're unsure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get picking up context clues, yes. But also, like in some houses, it isn't what people do. Yeah, definitely. And it, there could be, <laughs> there are situations where there's things on the floor you don't want to step on mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I don't know. I think that um, we're all adults here we can be respectful of other people's choices and you know one thing about your house your living space is you get to decide Mm -hmm. the rules for you know entry yeah (laughs) or and so i think that um you should just respect the people whose house it is yeah like my adult home if you wanted to come out if you wanted to take your shoes off you absolutely could if you wanted to keep them on you could also do that if you needed a pair of socks i would loan you a pair but i wouldn't care if you you had your dogs out in the home i don't mind whatever you wanted i don't care you know like yeah but some people really do and Mm -hmm. uh it's nice of those people to let me into their home the least they could do is take my shoes off right yeah in my house it's like we all take our shoes off um most people who come in kind of like pick that up yeah and if they don't it doesn't bother me until actually so our bottom floor is wood floor Mm -hmm. and then the stairs going upstairs are carpeted and the upstairs is carpeted. So I do like if somebody walks on the carpet and shoes, I get a little like, Oh, yeah, please don't. Yeah. Cause it's so much harder to clean yes, carpet. Absolutely. And like, it's, you know, you can mop the floor. I don't, right. I have a mop. I don't have like the carpet cleaning yeah. <laughs> things. So, um, yeah. So just like use your best judgment for sure. If you're at my house and you're wearing shoes, just don't go on the stairs. It's nice of you to ask on sure footage, yeah, to be it honest, is. for you to think about it. It's pretty yeah. courteous. Yeah, I think so. Thinking about it, you know, that's the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Polite of you. To yeah. Be <laughs> yeah. Some people are not this polite, obviously. Yeah. It will ignore all context clues. Oh, and absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think you're doing it, doing it right unsure footed yeah, yeah absolutely and yeah. thank you so much for writing in oh my to lizzie gosh. this question you can find lizzie's email to write her in uh your very own question listeners mm-hmm. to this um in the description below but also um by visiting organlive.com slash why though you can find um, a bunch of old advice columns and the upcoming advice column which comes out every tuesday and old episodes mm-hmm. of this very podcast that you're listening to um that's organlive.com slash why though yeah go there yeah. i mean that's where all of this information is mm-hmm. and um we do this every week we sure do mm-hmm. and um we also have a little segment coming up for you guys yeah we're trying out some segments we are and um feel free to let me know how you think uh what you think of our segments by texting um the word advice to 503-751-8731 and then just click the link and subscribe yes please and then lizzie will actually text you i would love um, to a lot of those texting services are like you know like robots mm-hmm. 
this one is actually Lizzie. It's not a yeah. Lizzie robot. No, no, I don't. We don't have that technology yet. Mm-mm. The AI hasn't got. Uh, no. Yet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> please, I, I like. I feel like my well, someone was like, you should just put into Chat GPT like write a story in the style of Lizzie Acker, because I have so many things it's on the scary. internet. It's too scary. I it's will not. Scary. I will not. No, I thank you. That. Um, please don't do that. I sorry if I gave anyone ideas, <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, email me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so our first little segment is going to be a little Smasher Pass for those of you uh, yeah. listening who don't know what Smasher Pass is. It's basically, if you like it, it's a smash. If you hate it, it's a pass. Mm-hmm. And we just decided to talk about this. Just, you know, honestly, it's just a little gratitude practice. If we're it being is. Honest. If we're being, if we're doing gratitude practice, should we start with the pass? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Would you like Usually to start? you would start with smash, but sure. I'll start with pass. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Pass on global warming. <laughs> that's oh, what that's I was thinking. Right, that's what you know, say. like I do like that it was uh it was really beautiful this weekend. Um and I also uh, maybe you know what I'm I'm gonna uh, amend it to not just smash on global warming pass, uh, pass sorry, I don't want to smash global warming. <laughs> pass global warming, but pass like um you know, uh raising our kids with like zero hope for the future. I think mm. we need to figure out how to like reframe Mm-hmm. our narrative because i think it probably is really hard to be a kid right now and just hear like i mean sometimes i feel like oh everything is doom 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 there's so much doom in the in the headlines and doom but we do have the capability to change things i have a lot of friends who will just straight up tell me or people even people i i mm-hmm. meet for the first time they say i'm a journalist i'll be like oh i don't read the news because it's all full of bad news and i think to myself wow. um that's a choice yeah you're obviously not going to oregonlive.com slash why though you certainly aren't where it's <laughs> not all bad news in fact it's advice for your life <laughs> <laughs> but you know what let's uh i just want there to be some hope hope for the world my kid turned for this weekend yes. and i just want her to grow up where she feels like there's a future for her and things she wants to do and every mm. kid everywhere all over the planet maybe that's a bit heavy for the the morning monday morning where or thursday when you're listening but that's just what i want that's and and i'm and i'm sick of the the constant um drumbeat of everything is hopeless there's nothing we can do to change this world because there is i think that's very real um my pass is um the idea that getting older is bad Ooh, yeah pass on that pass on that um so whoever's listening to this is going to hear me say that I just turned 31 Mm -hmm. and they're going to roll their eyes real hard. But uh, I understand that I'm not old by Mm -hmm. any means. Um, And I don't feel old and nobody Mm -hmm. made me feel old really. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, um, I say this fresh off of um, having almost died last year um, from a a very serious uh, medical event. Uh, And um, what a privilege it is to get older. And it's unfortunate um, that it took such a scary medical event for that foresight. But you know, um it is a privilege to get older it is a privilege i'm 41 i'm 10 whole years older than you and i think um i don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast but i feel like we've talked about it sometimes i get this sort of vibe from women who are especially in their 30s that are like almost apologetic when they find out that i'm 40 you know or i'm 41 now and yeah i think it's actually um it's a huge privilege to be 41 i'm so grateful that i have the life i have and that i um you know, I get to live every day and thank goodness. Yeah. 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 I, I feel, um, grateful to have celebrated my 31st birthday mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're glad you're here. Uh, thank you so much. I'm also glad to be here. Yeah. It's just, um, I see, you know, there's uh, just, I mean, you can see it everywhere. Both men and women are pressured in different ways as they get older and 
course, it's certainly different uh, for women in terms of looks <laughs> yeah. and, and <laughs> expectation and uh, you know, everything. Yeah, you can you can see it everywhere you look, and yeah. um, I think that's very very silly. So yeah. I'm glad to have turned another year older, and yeah. I'm looking forward to turn another year older next year. It's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. How about that smash? Smash. Lizzie? Okay, I'm gonna smash. I'm gonna tell you, this weekend on the day that my child turned four, I read a book in one day. <gasps> I'm a bit of an extreme reader. I am I, too. I like, I'm a fast, fixated. fast reader and mm-hmm. I get fixated. And, um, I, sometimes I regret it in that, like, I'm like, oh shoot, I just read that book so fast. Mm-hmm. But the speed at which I read this book over the weekend, it's called The Vanishing Act of Esme Lennox. It is not Ooh. a new book. It came out, I think in 2006 and, um, uh, it's by the person who wrote one of my favorite newer books called Hamnet, which is about Hamlet. I'm just going to make sure I get her name right because I have read like four of her books and I'm still like, I'm just, I'm just going to double check her name. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Maggie O'Farrell. Yeah. It's Maggie O'Farrell. She's uh, an author. Maggie mm-hmm. O'Farrell. N- this book is about a, um, a woman who, when she was like 16 was sent to an institution um, in, you know, long ago, we'll say like, say that that, that, ha- that act took place a hundred years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, um, the timeline like it isn't like years but mm-hmm. it's fiction it's fiction mm-hmm. um so she's sent to an institution and then when she's like 70 the institution is closing and her niece her great her um grandniece who mm-hmm. never even knew she existed gets basically a call she's the next of kin and like we're letting this woman out because we're closing the institution mm-hmm. it's a really good book wow. and i think maggie o'farrell all the books i've read of hers and i have now read four i guess um deal with this issue of like uh women not having autonomy and what that means and Mm -hmm. and what they do and how they find it um this book is just so readable and i just read it so fast and at the end of the night i was it was a busy day okay it was my kid's birthday and i was still managed to find enough time to finish reading this book and i'm like crying in bed and my husband's like (laughs) <laughs> like did you want to reread it immediately i don't i'm not like a rereader oh okay. I, i'm not a rereader i was a little sad that i was out of that world you yeah know? that that feeling of like i finished that book that we were talking about oh, last yeah. week that discovery of witches mm-hmm. which was 600 pages by the way oh which is God, I love quite that. a long book for the first book in the yeah. trilogy, in my opinion but um Sometimes when I finish a book, I like I get the instinct to want to reread it immediately, oh, just like because you always miss stuff. You oh know? yeah, because I am also a very fast right. reader. I um, know I miss stuff with with reading fast. Yeah, I'm just like oh, it was so good. That's great though. What a great endorsement. Yeah, yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, and so I also smash. really want someone to read it so what we can discuss it about. Um, the Vanishing Act of Esme Lennox. Great. great. Anything by Maggie O'Farrell though, but that's one of my favorites. Yeah, Hamnet, and that one, and then Marriage, the Marriage Portrait. So good. Wow. Great. A lot of good book recs on this mm-hmm. pod. Yeah, You're welcome. It's a book pod. Listeners, love that. <laughs> um, and my smash yeah. for this week is Din Tai Fung. Oh, yeah. If you guys have not been. Um, so there are Din Tai Fungs in California and also in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And here in Portland, there's one and they're opening up a second. Um, and it is a soup dumpling uh, restaurant from, I believe, is it Taiwanese? I think so. I think it's Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's but it's very famous um, and it's I had never so been good. It's so good my goodness um, I love um, Asian food of mm-hmm. really any description uh, mm-hmm. um, I'm a quarter Japanese so I did grow up eating a lot of Japanese food mm-hmm. um, and uh, I will I'll eat you know 
anything. Taiwanese food, uh, so Filipino good, food, um, Indian dumplings food, though. There's something any, about anything it. about. I'll eat any form of dumpling, but these dumplings were incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been so long since I've had soup dumplings, and these were some mm-hmm. of the best. Yep. We also had bao buns, Yum. which were so good, and it's it's like a, a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Like we placed our order with our waitress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then suddenly a different person appeared and they had baskets stacked like eight high, like as mm-hmm. tall as them in their hand. And they're like, Hey, we have your order of whatever kind of dumpling. And they just sat it down on the table. And then a different person came by same thing, just mm-hmm. several baskets stacked high. And they're like, here's your other order. And it was just like, I mean, it was insane. We were in and out of there in 45 minutes. We wow. had made a reservation two weeks ago. Wow. This is in a mall, by the yeah. way. Um, and the other one is also going into a mall. So this yeah. must be like their thing. They go into malls yeah. here. And it was just, we, the people. You're at Washington o- Square, right? We yeah. were at Washington yeah. Square, yeah. And the people around us had all left, had eaten their food and left. Like it was just, it was mm-hmm. so well managed. And by the time that my roommate <laughs> and I left, we were both like, you know, when you're so full, you just like can't even stand up straight. Yeah. <laughs> We had eaten too much, oh, but it man, was so in a great You, you know, know what way. I did once at Washington Square? Mm. I was walking around the mall. I really wanted Din Tai Fung. I was with my kid who was little, littler mm. at the time. I was like, can't think of the idea of sitting in a restaurant with her, mm-hmm. like waiting. So I door dashed, pick up, and walked around that. the mall a little longer until my food was ready. Yes. And then I just got it and like strapped her in oh, the car seat. It was so good. It's really so lucky good. that it's very far from me mm-hmm. because I would do something like that mm-hmm. quite often. Frequently so same. if you haven't been to Din Tai Fung, you have to go. Mm-hmm. The hype is real. It was mm-hmm. delicious. I will be taking my mother when she comes. Mm-hmm. Um, smash. Yeah. Smash. So smash. My birthday. Absolute smash. Yeah. Awesome. So. That's great. Should we do one more segment today? One more segment. Yeah, I absolutely think that we should. I think that we have the time. We're doing Let's a double three check. Oh, yes, we Monday. do. We have more in store for you guys. Um, we did a little bit of this um, the other week, but we're going to go ahead and bring it back. Um, comfortable here. Yeah. Lizzie has to get into her optimal advice giving mm-hmm. position because... Um, if you don't know, we have many advice columns on OregonLive.com. Um, we do Miss Manners, Dear Abby. Ask Amy. Ask Amy. That's the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dear I Doctor or something. That's yeah, there's yeah. like <laughs> Ask Doctors or something yeah. like that. Um, so we have a Dear Abby here. That <laughs> <laughs> that, um, Lizzie, it's a few weeks old. It is. But it is. we've been just thinking about it and discussing you it. You can find it on OregonLive.com. We'll link it. Um, yes, it'll be in the description below. And also, Lizzie and I talked about this at length. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll read it and then we'll yeah. chat about it. Okay, yeah. so Dear Abby, uh, must I tolerate my mother-in-law's heavy smoking so she can know her grandson? So here's the question. Dear Abby, my mother-in-law is a heavy smoker. She lives two hours away from us. So when she visits, she likes to stay for one or two nights. My husband and I have a three-year-old son and my mother-in-law's smoking is a huge concern for me. Every two hours, she smokes outside on our back patio. She seems to think that this is her right. She closes the sliding glass door behind her, but I can still smell the smoke inside the entire time. And of course, when she comes back inside, the smell permeates even more. After her last visit, our home smelled like an ashtray. My eyes burned and my son was also rubbing his eyes. By the second day, I'm seething each time she ventures out to smoke. I have asked her in the past to go down the street away from our home, but there's always an excuse why she can't. For example, she doesn't want to risk walking down the incline of the sidewalk for fear of falling. I don't think it should be her right to expose my child or us to harmful addiction. I need advice on how to make it clear that if she intends to visit our home and son in the future, smoking will not be permitted anywhere. My husband thinks we should just tolerate it while she's here. Signed, Fuming in the West. Mm-hmm. 
I think you should read Abby's response because that to me, I was like, Oh, we had different reactions. But so, so Abby says in response, dear fuming, as much as I agree that smoking is unhealthy and a social turnoff, your husband is right. His mother is severely addicted to smoking. If she can't go more than two hours without a quote fix end quote, she is cooperating to the extent that she can in your house rules. So if you want a relationship with her, if so, if only so your child has a chance to know his grandmother, I suggest you lighten up. I don't, uh, I don't. I also don't love her response. I to think, be fair. yeah. I, I mean, okay. I think her response is very flippant. It's. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's flippant. Doesn't take into consideration the fact that, you know, smoking is an addiction that doesn't just affect the person who's doing it. Mm-hmm. It has like secondhand smoke is a notable cause of harm mm-hmm. for people and children specifically, and like even, it's your house. You get to make the rules, kind of like the shoe thing. You know. Yes. Like. I, I do think that you can make the rules and if you're if she can't walk away from your house to smoke there there are places in the world that you're not allowed to smoke there's a lot of places mm-hmm. so how does she deal with that like she must deal with that in some way and I have smoked cigarettes before in my life I've known people who smoke lots of cigarettes mm-hmm. and um I I like I have a like friends who smoke cigarettes now and they would never smoke a cigarette or anywhere near my kid mm-hmm. plus they have invented nicotine gum which is by the way i know like to get you off smoking but if you are a heavy cigarette addict or even a mild cigarette addict, or you like nicotine you can just chew nicotine gum and it gives you that fix that you need for like two hours if you're gonna say take a plane you might chew some nicotine gum if you're gonna visit your grandkid sometimes you're going to have to change your behavior. I think, I think it's perfect. I do think that there has to be a conversation about it though. I don't think you can just sit there seething. So I grew up in a smoking okay, household. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny has a different take than me. I do. <laughs> I, I mean, I do and I don't. I grew mm-hmm. up in a smoking household. Um, my, my parents didn't smoke in the house, but they smoked in the car mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> like, so look, it's different because it's the car. <laughs> right. So I was exposed to a lot of smoking in my life. Um, my mom has been smoke free for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my mom. She quit smoking. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. Has, yeah, it's super hard. And I watched her do the hard thing. And so I'm incredibly proud of her. And every year we celebrate her smoke anniversary. That's great. Um, yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I'm still really proud of her and mm-hmm. I was proud of her at the time, but, um, my grandma smoked in the house mm-hmm. in her house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would visit her house and you would just leave and all of you would smell like an ashtray. Right. And when I was a kid, like, you didn't really notice, but I've always had upper respiratory issues. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have asthma. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was a kid, I didn't know that I had ha- had asthma. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. I had upper respiratory mm-hmm. issues. <laughs> and um, so I understand. I think the mom's being really dramatic, to be honest. Mm-hmm. She was like, my eyes were stinging. Like, she's outside. Mm-hmm. She closed the door. When grandma mm-hmm. comes in, she's going to smell like an ashtray. Yeah. She's going to bring the smell in with her. Mm-hmm. It's clinging to her clothes. It's mm-hmm. clinging to her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, her Everything that grandma has brought with her mm-hmm. likely smells like an ashtray. Certainly, yeah. So she's bringing that smell in with her. And mm-hmm. so I do understand that it's gross mm-hmm. and it's going to cling to your stuff. Yeah. Um, and so you're going to have to wash the bedding that grandma was on, mm-hmm. the things that grandma touched. Mm-hmm. It's going to maybe cling to your couch where grandma sat. So don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I understand that this is an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that you're being very dramatic. <laughs> and the fact that you're seething. Like, I think that this is a sticking point that sounds like your mother-in-law 
is a little rude. Yeah. And, and it also care it sounds about your like boundaries. It sounds like your husband doesn't care about your Absolutely. boundaries. So it sounds like you're seething about this sticking yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there are deeper issues. Here. Yeah. This seems like a thing that your husband needs to talk to his mom about. Mm-hmm. And there is a way to have a conversation about it. You know, like like smoking this isn't the the 40s you know Mm -hmm. people who smoke cigarettes understand that they cannot smoke cigarettes in lots of places correct so like it's not i don't think that your mother-in-law i mean i don't know maybe she'll be like that's it that's the last straw i will never see my grandchild again maybe and you know what she might die of lung cancer any minute so um i just don't think her not smoking is going to solve ultimately solve the issue because mm -hmm. it's her entire aura that mm-hmm. smells of cigarette smoke yeah everything she has everything she touches her mm-hmm. hair is just gonna smell of cigarette smoke and i know that yeah. because i was exposed to it for so long right you know what i mean and so like she just her her essence is cigarette smoke mm-hmm. the same way that when you peel an orange mm-hmm. that your hands smell of orange yeah. for the whole day yeah. that's just how it is it's yeah. under her nails it's in her skin mm-hmm. um so that's not going to solve the problem mm-hmm. Um, if you're cons- so then the concern about your kid being mm. exposed to secondhand smoke well, is that the concern? Well, I mean, I think that like probably it's not just the smoke. It is the the whole the smell of it everywhere. You're not gonna be able to get rid of that. I though. don't think you can get rid of that, but I do think you can set a boundary for where she can smoke. I do certainly. I yes. do think yes, that, absolutely. Like your if house, someone your is, rules. Yeah, if somebody is smoking cigarettes right outside your window, even if the window is closed, you can smell it. Absolutely. And so I think I that totally you could agree. say go further into the yard. Yes. Or could you please? not smoke anywhere on my property and if that's too i don't hard think for you, that's gonna work see i, 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 see, I, I like might not but i do think there are solutions if you're willing if like her real issue is that she's addicted to cigarettes if she's addicted to nicotine she wants to see her grandson like she could chew nicotine gum i know i just ha- watched people who are really heavy smokers try mm-hmm. and use the patch and then gum mm-hmm. and then watch the miserable monsters that they've turned into because it just doesn't yeah. work for them okay. and so while I think they should try that, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just kind of picturing all of these miserable people mm-hmm. who seem to be miserable about this one very silly issue. Yeah. Well, I, I, what about like, what if it wasn't cigarettes? What if it was a different kind of active addiction? You know, like I think that it's fair to say that cigarette smoke is harmful for kids and she doesn't Absolutely. want it around her kid. If it was a different kind of addiction, like if your mother-in-law was an alcoholic mm-hmm. or addicted to like, opioids or something and you still wanted to, you could still figure out ways to see that person working around the the un, the lack of safety or something like maybe you can go visit her and you can meet at a park right you know what yeah. maybe it's two hours away like yeah you drive the two hours you stay at a hotel every once in a while and you hang out with her outside and you go to a restaurant where go she to can't a smoke restaurant. anyway right yeah like come up with ways that it is she isn't staying at your house for two days and i also think right that truly like you and your husband have to get on the same page yes and then your husband has to talk to his mom like i i just don't think it's ever fair for the in-law spouse Mm -hmm. to have to have the tough conversation with the other person's parent and she should be able to say that she should Mm -hmm. be able to say i don't want you to smoke in my house yeah like i i i believe that Mm -hmm. i i just think that like it's not going to solve the problem that right. she's purporting to have, unfortunately. Right. But she, but I do believe that she should still be able to say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, ultimately, I think 
the solving of the problem comes in the I don't think that the mother-in-law should be going over to her house. Maybe, yeah, right, right like, exactly. Because it, she's going to bring it, with her all of the smoke smell mm-hmm. and all and that stuff. Especially not she for days, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, and even you know, two hours is far, but it's not like so far that you can't do it in a day. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think you could go to her, or but ultimately, you and your husband have to agree. Yeah, and then no one it seems like has even had a real conversation about this with her if it was my mom you know what i would say i want you to stop smoking because i don't want you to die mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah but you, i had that a, conversation several times right <laughs> but as the in-law you can't have that conversation for but sure a kid sh- can and should have that conversation with their parent definitely like if it was alcohol for example mm-hmm. you would hopefully be able want to say to your parent you're you're killing yourself and you're making it impossible for me to be around you maybe you can't but you also yeah. That's on you and not your wife. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're putting your wife in a, an unfair position right. by not, um, whether you agree with it or not, not making the stance about it. Right. You're basically pitting your wife against your mom, mm-hmm. and and that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So as usual, it's the man's fault. No, just <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But also, it was just it wild can, to me yeah. that this dear Abby response her is literally like half a paragraph, and the question that was sent in was like four paragraphs. Right, and also like her response is basically "get over it." Yeah, which, which is, I think is like pretty unfair. There's yeah. more. You could say more. Say more. Yeah, dear Abby, say more. Yeah, do you get? I mean, please read her column, and we really love having her column. But yeah. also like. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I often, I read the columns as they it's, come through. Yeah, so, me I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. She, she's got me. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't, I didn't necessarily agree with this one. Yeah. And if you're looking for more nuanced uh, advice or you have a question, you can send it to me. Mm-hmm. You can go to OregonLive.com slash Y though, W-H-Y-T-H-O. The cool spelling. And uh, that's where you'll find us. Absolutely. You can find all old episodes of this very podcast that you're listening to. And also old advice columns. New advice columns come out every Tuesday. But I think we advised pretty well today. We really did. We are getting so good at this. Getting really good at we this. We are going to get more plaques. You and me. More wow. plaques. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with more advice. Bye. Bye. Great work. Great work as usual. Thanks for listening to Why Though the Podcast. Listen to other episodes and read my column at OregonLive.com slash why though. You can support us by leaving a five-star review or heading over to OregonLive.com slash pod support.